For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space. And of course, plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com. Thank you. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast on the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Last night, I got, you know... Oh, my God. Tell us stories of last night. I know they're going to be amazing because I know you're not just hanging out with your wife and your dog. Tell us more about last night, Henry. Why are you I don't know why me? I came in so hard on you. I'm sorry. Why are you attacking me? I just wanted to talk about... I just yeah, don't know I what the fr- story could be. I am frustrated. Okay. I am as no, frustrated what, okay, what as you. Last night? I'm sorry to come in so hard on you. I just know <laughs> none of us are doing anything. But no, what... It's so, so fucking sad. Okay. I've become sad. I feel like the bubble's been burst from the little bit of false reality that I've been in. No, let's just. Last night. <laughs> last night in the Zabrowski house. Man, wouldn't it be cool if you could just fucking pull what your skin off? Last night? I am trying to. I, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. It's been done. It is I'm over sorry. now. I'm sorry. We've all been. Oh my God. All right. Well, this is the last podcast. This is how we're starting the episode. Now we're doing it, we're like doing that. it man. Welcome to the last podcast on the left, oh everyone. I have been with Marcus Ed with Henry. Hope everyone is doing all right out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Do on you? The eve, <laughs> I do. Honestly, I do hope that on the eve of Thanksgiving week. That's not even a holiday. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, it <is. laughs> and it's also not even the eve. The eve of Thanksgiving week is Sunday. Yeah. Oh, well, it's the week before Thanksgiving week. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving's uh, a week away. Yes. It's the, Thanksgiving sure. is next Thursday. <laughs> you're just, you feel, oh my God, you're just the worst version of the little Clippy, of Clippy, the, the Microsoft helper. You're like a little fucking is devil. next Thursday. Oh okay. my God. Oh. Either way, either way. We're we, supposed to be talking about crystal skulls today. And not the vodka, which is incredible. Dan Aykroyd, of course, crystal skull vodka. Check it out if you have a chance. We didn't, we don't get paid by him and he nope. just, he doesn't, uh, Dan Aykroyd's not helping. In, in this scenario, Dan I will say that. he only helps. He only helps. He's amazing. 
What's nice about this topic is that I got to go back and listening to Coast to Coast AM, which is I, I, every time you just get gold. Number one, um, if you want to feel reason to maybe get like you know upset or or jealous or something, you know that Coast to Coast AM is still doing live shows. Oh. Um, right now they are still they're packing it in with all of the elderly people. Do they do possible. them? At, do they do them at <laughs> night or during the day? I I don't know if they're pop ups. I don't know if they're happenings. Okay. It sounds like a, quite a bit. They are happening inside of theaters, but I just imagine just George Norrie just hanging around just going I'll tell you what if a bat can get you sick next thing you'll tell me a pig can do my taxes <laughs> I'm like I get it George Norrie you don't believe in COVID well, that- like, but look at all the other shit you believe that is a really good joke that is a really good that is a good bit here on this week before Thanksgiving um, so next week we'll be doing a best of episode and oh my god there's just so much to choose from and I hope our editors can find find which one. It's like cutting your baby in half. You know, which half do you want to keep? You have this like friendly manic hostility today. It's just radiating out of you. There's just something about you were just talking about Larry Flint and you were just looking at pictures of Larry Flint. I was. He had a gold wheelchair. Yeah. I know you're jealous of his lifestyle. We all are. He's still alive. Five hundred yeah. million dollars. I mean, that's yep. what you get from having your ankles got, literally dyed yellow from piss. Oh, isn't that sad? But that's good what he for, likes. Well, good for him. He's definitely yeah. in the right position for it. Nothing wrong with that. But today, so we are going to be doing a relaxed fit episode. Oh. Next week, we will be having our best of, uh, best of episode for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're doing cannibalism. Cannibalism. Mm, just when you're eating food with your family, you can think, I wish it was a human leg. No and one's then eating anything with anybody. Everybody's sitting home just no, staring many, at the fucking walls. Yeah. Many people you already did this to me many today. Many people didn't abandon their families to become entertainers like we did. Many people. <laughs> still live in the hometowns with their families because they're not horrible children like we are. Yeah, but that just makes them more liable to just kill them like we did the Native Americans with disease. That's <laughs> just on theme. As humans, we got on the circus train because we the circus, that's where we needed our validation. We follow mm-hmm. the validation. That's how we got here. We were ignored at home or told that it was just a phase. And mm-hmm. then what happens is you go and you leave and you join the circus. And what is the circus filled? Child molesters. Oh. And it's also filled with all sorts of different uh, con men and shysters. Sad. Elephants. But you know what's also you know what's also there, guys? What? The what? stage. The yeah. stage. <laughs> the true. stage of so opportunity. Just, so what you hope as a performer is that you kind of weave your way through the labyrinth of various people that want to suck your penis against your will just to get a just a brief glistening moment in the spotlight and then mm. oh the tepid applause and how so, quickly the applause ends and when then when you, the applause ends there's a silence you started me like this today I wanted to come in today easy going no you didn't um, you definitely did not You. Have, this is actually the calmest you've been since I've talked to you today shut up do you mean I think that- he uh, wanted I think he wanted to talk about last night Henry what happened last night yeah what happened last night absolutely nothing <laughs> but you started okay but you started off the show with last night Last and night. Which, which tends to be the beginning of a tale. It was yeah. not. The problem was that it was such a light bit and it was such. It's it's all of my just bits say what now. You, what happened they're last just night. thought based. It was just this what idea. What happened last night? Oh, no, because now it doesn't even matter because it was just about the idea of I was sitting and I got stoned and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if I had a crystal skull? <laughs> so that didn't even happen it was a thought you had this is what i'm talking about all my bits are inner bits i have become inner inner experience henry zabrowski against my will wow also <laughs> you are the world's worst doctor telling somebody that their son's penis is inside of their body calling it an inner bit 
<laughs> that is disgusting. I don't like it. I don't well, look at any penis unless do, I'm, everybody's paying me. That's right. Before we do our episode on the uh, crystal skulls here again, it's loosey goosey. We're just being silly geese. Uh, um, mm-hmm. What should we should we say? What we're thankful for this year because it's Thanksgiving. So oh, I will start. I'm sh- I am vibrating thankful, with I am anger. Thankful for <laughs> I'm Jerry. Just, I'm so upset and for Puffin. Uh, I found out from Jerry's mother, Georgia, a wonderful tattoo artist Man, in Australia. That birth must have been very interesting. It was strange for her. Yes, it was a butt birth. Um, he is one years old as of November eighth, which means he is a year and eleven days now. So Aww. isn't that nice? Uh. So I'm thankful for Jerry, and I'm thankful for Puffin. So Henry, what are you thankful for? Marcus, maybe what are you thankful for? <laughs> I'm thankful uh, for medicinal mushrooms finally being taken seriously in this country. Oh, because oh. you're... I'm microdosing for a depression, and it's working very well. He's tripping balls. He's right tripping now. right now. I can see that. Eyes the size of it's, saucers. I've, I've been doing it since July. It's, it's doing wonders. No, you've been happier than ever. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, I've, I've been able to handle all this bullshit. So when you I ask your psychiatrist, when you tell your psychiatrist that you are microdosing mushrooms, does he go like, oh, fuck, it's sweet. So um, can you also get Coke? Yeah, can you get Coke? <laughs> no, of course, Marcus, uh, his psychiatrist is a wonderful man. Yes, he is. Yes, yes he, he is. is. Good cover and, cannot, and cannot legally sign off on it. Cannot legally sign off on that. Um, so Not Mar- yet. Not yet. Henry, so you're the last one. He is thankful for mushrooms. I am thankful for my two dogs, uh, specifically Jerry being the newest one. And he had a birthday recently, so I'm thankful for that. Um, and now you are up for Thanksgiving thankfulness. I am thankful for the rage inside that keeps my knees moving up and down, up and down, walking towards my vengeance. Okay, so now let's get to today's subject. We're going to be talking about dark crystals. Not dark crystals. Not dark crystals. Crystals of the dark skull? No. I was about, I was about to fucking roll with it. It's like, oh yeah, dark crystals. Hell yeah. What is, that's the name of the puppet movie. The puppet movie, and then they had the, the very short-lasting television show. Oh, I... I really do remember that. Yeah. I really do. It wasn't that long ago. It was very cool looking, but very boring. I yeah. love that trippy ass shit, though. I don't know if the kids get the same trippy stuff that we got, but probably yeah. they're looking at no, God no. knows what. No, they have TikTok and they have the destruction of our society. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal skulls. That's what there we're talking about. Yes. Now, a few months ago during our Summer of Strange, we had a notion to do an episode on the infamous crystal skulls that seem to show up again and again when one looks into the history of the paranormal. But once we looked into it a bit further, we discovered that the crystal skulls are boring and stupid. Yes. However, what we did discover is that like most things in the New Age realm, the people behind the lore were much more fascinating than the lore itself. This is one of those topics that... I have had about four books about crystal skulls sitting in our little research nook that we have here in the studio for a couple of years. And every year or so, I like, I'll go like, hey, dog meat, this is time. We're going to pull the trigger. We're doing crystal skulls. And then finally we did. And there are so many pages about nothing (laughs) in these books that is, it's so aggravating because, you know, because Seinfeld was a show about nothing. But they managed to make it. But it was about something, though, too. They did have a plot and had all this stuff where every single thing that they say within the realm of Crystal Skulls um, is fake because they're every single one of the Crystal Skulls, we're going to say right up top, is a hoax. It's not real. They don't do anything. But there is, there's something about the, people still are not only fascinated by Crystal Skulls, but devote their entire sad, divorced lives to them. 
Well, you could imagine. I mean, my parents got an entire uh, an entire new shelf just for Hummels because they <laughs> oh, thought yeah. Hummels were going to be big, and they looked online recently. They're about a dollar nineteen each now. It's because uh, they all bought all of them. They yeah. were all sold online. Same thing with Beanie Babies. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. my mom still has a tub of Beanie Babies, and she still say, yeah. "Like this is for one day when you want to send your child to college." And it's like <laughs> when he's going to be dead in five years. Didn't your yeah. dad also buy you all of the Batman or Superman dies comic book? Oh yeah, yeah he waited <laughs> online. That was his big thing. He went to the comic book store deep in the because I used to go to this comic book store in the middle of the very a very hard part of Brooklyn called the Web that used to go to and he got a, used to get online and he went in and he's like look Henry Thomas I got four copies that's how you know well, this is what's going to send you to go to college and being like yeah. that's how it works but yeah, I kept it, I didn't read it. I didn't read it I never knew what happened to the comic book my entire childhood that's when a lot of kids discovered the law of supply and demand yeah. yes, so when every indeed. kid has four copies then none of them are worth anything. All right, let's get back to Crystal Skulls. But before we get into our discussion on some of the biggest names in Crystal Skullology, perhaps Henry could give us just a little bit of background information on what the Crystal Skulls are and what place they hold in the realm of the paranormal. Crystal Skulls, the mysterious objects made by various people in Germany in the 1930s. Crystal Skulls, for a long time, were rumored to have these properties. They thought that they were results or essentially artifacts from various ancient cultures. So they say every culture across the world had these crystal skulls and that uh, they were essentially intricately carved things out of quartz or other heavy wood, specifically quartz, because quartz has like electrum properties they keep saying that you can okay. it makes its own energy which is why they think that some people have this sort of like attachment to them Ooh, somewhere in sonoma arizona a housewife just got wet oh yeah actually <laughs> it turns out oh no there's a pipe leak oh god damn it <laughs> but the crystal skulls are intricately carved they uh basically they were used they believed that they were used in ceremony that they're sort of like an amplifier for magical properties that they can be used to kill they could be used to tell the future they could be used to heal they almost sound like an inganga in themselves if they if they did anything I'd say yes. Okay. But the crystal skull itself, sometimes they call it like a computer, the, yeah. the most ancient computer, which I don't even also particularly understand, but they said that you could put your hand on it and they say that, you know, the way they expand the lore of the crystal skulls is that they might have some sort of intelligence buried deep down inside. And, oh. and so there's one view that they were made by these ancient cultures and we don't know how. Um, and then well, there's crystal. the crystal. Well, they are, were carved, but then they, they've shown other... They've shown other crystal artifacts from the same time period that were done in a very specific way. They were done by like essentially being ground down over time by, by essentially like a either like plier, like, what's it like a file or yeah, like sand. kind of like they would like, sand it. Yeah, they would sand it. And but well, I we, totally know what you mean when you talked about kind of how there's like not much to it. So now we're talking about <laughs> sanding. This is, so yeah. this is so now we're in the carpentry section. There are of, hours uh, okay. of crystal skull bullshit. That come yeah. down to tool analysis. Okay. It's just They're just talking about crafts. That's okay. it. Yes. That's All mostly right, what crystal it. skulls are is discussions about crafts. And got it. crystal skulls had a big moment in 2012 because there was the rumor that the, uh, which is, it's not based off of anything I could find, which is this idea that there were 13 original crystal skulls that on that day in 2012, I believe it was December 21st, 2012. Okay. They were all supposed to be put in one room and then the sources, the ancient mystical sources of the crystal skulls would come and save 
us from whatever catastrophe happened. And what happened to you on December 21st, 2012, Marcus? December 21st, 2012. Boy, I can pull that memory up immediately. I remember that day wonderfully. It was, you know, I was hungover most likely. Yep. I remember <laughs> I remember December 21st, 2012. It was four days till Christmas. Yes, four days, yes. Um, three days till Christmas Eve. Yes, Christmas Eve. Um, <laughs> I recall... Yeah, I was drunk. Yeah, I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk. Nothing <laughs> happened. Um, so this fits into the ancient aliens world, where the, they, th- they think that these artifacts were supposed to have made, that was like the final moment for the crystal skulls, where they, the, finally the extraterrestrial origins of the crystal skulls would be revealed, and it would, you would see okay. the secret architects behind them, and they would come, and, and I imagine that you know a lot of people thought they would just be a bunch of celestial white women, but they don't know what they would look like <laughs> when they showed up. Honestly, they probably right. look like awful octopuses. And would just destroy us. That's just destroy cool. each one of us. Honestly, I sort of take that. It reminds me a bit of the premise. What's the name of that Bruce Willis movie with the uh, all the aliens? Chris Tucker is in it. He's so funny and flamboyant. Fifth the, Element. Fifth Element. A bit of Fifth Element esque, right? Yes, it, and it could have been interesting. It'd be a cool ass anime to have all of them show it up. No, it's awesome. But it's, you, if this yeah. was real, this would be so freaking cool. No, you know what? The only thing we did get out of it was what? Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skulls, yeah. which was fucking absolute garbage. But Joshua Shapiro of whoisjoshuashapiro.com says that uh, he is just so glad that he could just have been a, a tiny part of the Indiana Jones mythos by inspiring that film. Who the <laughs> hell is Josh? Who is Joshua Shapiro? Right there. That's the hook of the website right there. Is he, you know him from coast to coast? Who is Joshua Shapiro? I can't know. find out unless you go oh to dot com. This is not an Elbit and Costello bit. <laughs> Elbit? Elbit. That was El- it was the, they they committed he committed suicide and then Albert took over. <laughs> I remember they took turned. over. That Jesus <laughs> freaking so Joshua Shapiro, he is another one of the. We're going to get into uh, several crystal skull experts, but he breaks down crystal skulls into there are four types: modern, which are just made now. Okay, which is just stuff you can, you can buy in a Hallmark store. Okay, there's the old, which is a hundred to a thousand years old. They're all at only a maybe a hundred years old. Okay, there's the ancient. That don't exist. That they don't came exist. from a whole sort. They come from ancient periods of time. They say ten thousand years or or, or older. But literally even. none of those have no, ever been fake. discovered. Okay. Then well, the that's f- that they say they're fake, but that's the thing, Ben, is that co- these people say is that quartz cannot be carbon dated. Therefore. Who knows? They just Who say that, though. Knows? <laughs> they just say that, though, in all the documentaries. They just say that. That's huge, And though. then apported crystal skulls, which he says, the most amazing type. They're skulls that come from nowhere. And so you were like, what are you talking about? And so Joshua Shapiro talked about he went to go see a medium that would do these types of things. Because Joshua Shapiro, he got his first crystal skull from his ex-wife at this crystal skull expo in 1999. Why is which it is the, the most- only way you can get a crystal skull is from a woman that does not love you anymore. Absolutely. <laughs> Why is it that most people go, uh, that go to see a medium? Why is it that most people that go to see a medium wear extra large? Thanksgiving is next week. We're going to have the best stuff for you. Um, but he went to go see a medium and he said that he went, he's like, I went and I was literally on the toilet when I knew that the medium was going to apport a crystal skull. Now, if you don't know anything, what's what, an apport? A, a portion or a port, a portion costs about $300 in some states, but an apport <laughs> is a, <laughs> yes. I'm having fun today. Yes, you are. It is psychically bringing something physically into the world. It's psychic 3d printing. Okay. 
And so this medium, apparently during a session, reached into his mouth and pulled out a tiny crystal skull. <laughs> what and is he was he like, fucking Jeb Bush with a little turtle? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Jeb! Jeb! Please clap. And he... Uh, 2016. And Joshua Shapiro, though, was really? so surprised because he was like, there, I just can't even imagine somebody could have that inside of him. And then all of a sudden he pulls it out of his mouth. Wow. <laughs> Love Coast to Coast. All just right. couldn't imagine. Now, the earliest discovery of a so-called crystal skull supposedly occurred in 1923 when a British explorer named Frederick Mitchell Hedges was exploring the lost Mayan city of Lubantun in the jungles of Belize. Mitchell Hedges also sounds like an old school cigarette brand. Yeah. <laughs> Lubantun sounds like everyone wears the same clothes as that one guy that used to hang on to back window shields and you would push the little air button and his pants would fall down. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that, that guy. The guy. And then you would push the yeah, little air button and, be like, and then you would moon the person behind you. But that's a felony now. <laughs> that's a felony now. See, Frederick was searching for evidence that might point towards the location of the lost continent of Atlantis. And he believed that some remnants of the civilization might have been hidden away in Central America. Why can't you be a professional adventurer anymore? Well, I think Uh, that you can be. Wasn't Anthony Bourdain a professional adventurer? He had a TV show. That's different. Well, I mean, that makes it professional. He had a budget. He got to go. That's what makes it professional. Otherwise, you're yeah. just a homeless man. You're just a vagrant. You're just a vagabond. Hmm. I think the difference now is that you, in order to be a professional adventurer, you have to have a TV show, and having a whole camera and sound crew walking around with you is going to slow you down, so you're not going to find anything cool. Yeah, but okay. how do you forge your crystal skulls? <laughs> That's a good question. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. 
Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms. Can you believe it? Google Docs. Work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack. Same things to my employees. All my, all my, my main doldgers walking around here. It makes sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone. But I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? And data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its goods. All right. So Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Well, Frederick set out into the jungles and brought along his 16-year-old daughter, Anna. And as it turned out, bringing along his teenage daughter was a prudent move because it was Anna who made the discovery we'll be discussing today. After climbing to the top of the tallest pyramid in Lubantun, she discovered a passage. And after Frederick's men excavated it, Anna crawled through and found a completely transparent, almost life-size, anatomically correct human skull carved from a single block of quartz. I'm sorry, I'm getting like carpal tunnel from my quotation mark fingers. I just like my fucking, oh, my knuckles hurt just from doing them. I've just been doing them instinctually underneath the desk here next to my balls. Well, why isn't something like this possible? We were driving through Arizona. Remember beautiful Phoenix, and then you get to California, and then there's grass, and you remember that there's grass. But then when you're in Arizona, there isn't any. But what there is, huge mountains full of quartz. So why couldn't this be actually there? Why couldn't this be found as a quartz crystal skull? I'll reveal it at the end. Okay. Now, according to Mitchell Hedges, when he held the skull up high, the Mayan workers who were helping him started laughing and crying at the same time, kissing the ground and hugging each other. Wow, that's like in, that's like Indiana Jones. That's yeah. weird. I feel like laughing and crying is the same feeling we'll have. Well, I can't say when Trump dies. Um, <laughs> Why not? Why not? He's, a, he's okay, not going to be fucking dig up his corpse. Oh, right. I guess I can't. Yeah, laughing and crying is play the with feeling. This. Yeah, yeah. laughing and crying is the feeling we'll have when Trump dies, or when look when when horrible dictators die because you're sad. But wait, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Never well, mind. It, it's well, it's because you don't want to necessarily delight in the death of another human being, but you still do. You yeah. just know that things got a little bit better because that one person is dead. But then death yeah. is still sad. 
Yeah. Death is just, it's more of a, I think the crying comes from, it's a reminder that we too shall die and yes, are born to die. That's a good point. It's still a reminder of our mortality, even though someone that you dislike is dead. A monolith that appeared to be indestructible also dies. It means me will die. My grandma will die. All your favorite people will die too. Dick Van Dyke is really close to being dead. Oh, I heard There's that. There's so many, I mean, no, he's looking good, but yep. anything can fucking kill him. A strong fart can kill him. Well, you know what I say? <laughs> I don't believe in death until Willie Nelson dies. And he, then... He's also, he's sounding good on the Conan show. He's doing great. Willie comes back every other day. It's like, is he 80 or 93? You it's can't a fucking, tell. That fucking, he's a Chiba, dude. He's doing, he's doing okay. He he seemed a little tired on the Ken Burns country music documentary series. But he's allowed he's, to be tired. It, yeah, he also had to <laughs> freaking talk with Ken Burns for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> but look at him. We have so many very animated, steroided, and, and fucking amphetamine up old men screaming into microphones right now <laughs> that I feel like Willie Nelson, it's cool for him to be chill. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Willie Nelson hyper. Well, on the evening of the discovery of the Crystal Skull, Mitchell Hedges said that traditional Mayan dancers appeared as if on invitation, decorated with plumes of jungle birds and jaguar skins, and they performed ceremonies, rituals, and dances in front of the skull by firelight. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. This celebration went on for several days, with Mayans coming from all over to see what was obviously an important artifact to their people. Some even weighed in on its origin, with one old Mayan man saying that the skull was a 100,000-year-old object made to preserve wisdom and truth, and if used correctly... It could be made to talk as well. I'll, I'll show you how it's made to talk. Here, give it to me. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody, hey. Whoa. Hey, oh, hey, how are you? Hey, uh, Her- Harold, we can see your mouth moving, Harold. There's no way you can see my yeah, mouth we- moving. Look. My name is Ruth P. God Johnson. Your name is Rupi E. Johnson? No, it's Rutabaga. Rutabaga Johnson. Rutabaga Johnson. Can't see my mouth moving because it's not over because I'm not talking. We are going to Applebee's. <laughs> Somewhat going against type for a British archaeologist of the time, Mitchell Hedges decided that the skull was obviously too important to take from the Mayan people, so he insisted that it stay with them. And this is how you know it's real, because explorers <laughs> in, um, in South America and Central America, they always think of the people who live there yeah, first. Yeah, they always think of the indigenous people, and they want to um, make sure that they're okay. Especially in 1923. 1923 was definitely the time of British explorers making sure the artifacts stayed with the people. Spreading wokeness to Central America. (laughs) Absolutely. One tribe at a time. Well, Joseph Smith could have learned a thing or two from this man. (laughs) He did. Is that not correct? Yes, indeed. Three months later, though, during further excavation, he discovered a crystal jawbone as well that fit perfectly with the skull. And the first crystal skull discovered in modern times was complete in its package. But in 1927, when Mitchell Hedges' expedition was at an end, he claimed that the chieftain stepped forward and handed him a bundle, and inside was what else but the highly valuable crystal skull. Whoa. 
The Mayan said, no, 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 no. You take it. You and he's just like, you no, take no, it. no, no. I can't possibly <laughs> wow. take it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You take no, it. You no, no, no. I have far too many crystal skulls as it is. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> well, Mitchell Hedge's daughter said that the Mayans presented the skull to her father because he'd given them medical supplies, work, and tools. And this was a gift of gratitude. Aren't the Mayans supposed to be like this super advanced group of people that were like super, uh, you they, know, technologically they, advanced? They were. Why would they need something from this nerd? I mean, they just kind of <laughs> took whatever. I think that um, the way to describe all of this is a they all understood immediately. Like, let's get some free shit from this white man. It's about merch. <laughs> we're getting. We're just going to take this shit and we're going to give him this thing that we buried in a field we we put there right. for him to find and that's not actually what happened but you can see in this scenario if this was if this was real you'd if. see that this was a massive like just a trick i mean i yeah. would totally go to a place even if i knew everything was planted just to find crystal skulls it would it would just be kind of fun yeah that's what i'm saying being an adventurer sounds like a lot of fun this yeah. is obviously a very organ this is a sandals resort version of being an adventure yeah, his 16-year-old daughter came along and had fun with it. Can't like, be that and crazy. Just, yeah. He also had he adopted her at 16. That's oh. the truth. Oh, she so was she just, was a wa- she was a waif? She was some kind of not wanted girl. <laughs> this is the truth. She was a not wanted girl and then she uh he got a scooped her up and I don't think like she was so is this, so she, like she was short round? Yes. But short, like if short round was also Indiana Jones's like half wife. What's short round <laughs> from, from Indiana, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom? Yeah, the if, little if, Asian boy that runs oh. around and, and Indiana Jones puts in a mortal danger multiple times. If yeah, Indiana Jones nice. and short round slept in the same bed, <laughs> it would be close to this. Huh. Okay, well that's a whole nother kind of angle to the story. Oh yeah, especially when you find like, oh, what is this trunk of? Is this within? The, oh, just short. Oh no, don't touch that. That's short rounds nighttime lingerie. <laughs> oh, well, you do get hungry after a dinner of monkey brains and bugs. No, before long, Frederick started saying that the crystal skull was the embodiment of all evil, an object that could impart death if the user only willed it to do so. Oh, come on. In fact, he began referring to the artifact as the Skull of Doom. Cool name. It is a great name, but honestly, it could be positive. Why do people always have well, to make things negative? I mean, obviously, we have. We can always be negative. It's very easy. Why not just make it a Skull of Bloom? There's actually, <laughs> uh, there is a reason why to make it negative so that people don't look into it too far, where you can mm-hmm. basically say, oh, this is a cursed object. You can't touch it. You don't, right. don't inspect it too close. Don't look at this thing. This will kill you, this thing I found, which is also incredible but don't look at it um you you just gotta believe i have it and you have to believe it's real because i have it you can't see it i won't show it to you but it's here okay and it's evil Well, from what Anna said, the Skull of Doom was actually just a dad joke that kind of got out of hand. Mm. It was something that her dad would say, like, oh, it's the Skull of Doom. Technically, this entire network is a dad joke that got out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) But Anna did recall that the Mayan priest told her father that if the skull fell into the wrong hands, it could be used for the purposes of evil, (gasps) if the user was so inclined. 
Now, Anna kept the skull for the rest of her life and spoke to it as if it was a real person. She took it all over the world for public display, saying that while she was the caretaker, the skull really belonged to everyone. Oh, oh, thank you so much, Anna. That's great. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so nice to know I have part ownership of a skull somewhere. That's so nice. Yeah. Um, and, and she was taken over by me because the correct term is not owner of the skull, Marcus. Caretaker. Yeah. Caretaker. No, no. It's guardian. Guardian of the skull. Each person that has a skull has been you. Had, you didn't just buy that skull in Sedona, Arizona. But what if you did? Uh-huh. No, that skull chose you. Oh. It made you purchase it. This is true, and that you are mm-hmm. now the sworn guardian of it. Much help. A man named Bill Pullman, not the actor, but a man named Bill Pullman. <laughs> What? befriended the elderly Anna, Anna Mitchell, Mitchell Hedges because she died at the age of 101. Ooh, he wow. became her quote-unquote living friend when she was uh, in her 90s. Um, and How old was he? Maybe 40. Oh, my goodness. And I think that with a little blah, 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 of the tongue, he got I himself. I don't think so. He somehow the guardianship of the skull of doom got passed to him. I think not it was a little... every relationship is sexual. You're sometimes right. people no, are sometimes, just friends. Right. Sometimes they're just manipulative because yeah. this woman obviously had early onset <laughs> Alzheimer's, and he just became her guardian, and then he took everything she had. You're you you are both correct. Absolutely, it's not just about licks, but it is about like I guess it's nice to have somebody there to like hold your feet. It would be yeah. very nice. Yes, that's great. That's what marriage is. If you have a horrible marriage, yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of your life, they're supposed to be there to like clean you as you die nice slowly. Nice thing is they can just tell you that they're going to be there as you buy them a bunch of stuff. And then when you do end up having to need them, they can go. Wow, that's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's insanely sad. That's like the story you told us about how you have to drive Travis Irvine to Las Vegas on Thanksgiving just to drop him and turn back. If you have this existential life that I well, don't understand. Well, Carrot Top is performing. I think he'll be the smoking man in the back of the Carrot Top concert. Yeah, that was pretty good. Better than I expected. I love Carrot Top. Love Carrot Top. Love Carrot Top. I can't wait to see him live. We're pro Carrot Top. Well, I'm, I'll, okay, you guys can be pro Carrot Top. <laughs> you don't like Carrot Top? I think he, I find him to be unsettling. He you is. Are so That's ch- what I like about him. You don't follow him on Instagram, obviously. He's 55 I, years I, old. He looks amazing. He's yeah, got he a, has the boy of a 14. He has the body of a 14 year old boy. No, he's, he's jacked. I know, but he wears like the little boy shorts, and he's very he's a very interesting. I saw his penis man. because one time in the video on Instagram, he was jumping off of a boat all naked, and you could see his penis, and I was like, not bad. Ah, no, he's gross, Jack. His, fe- his face looks like a fucking pumpkin. He wow. does look like the lady gremlin. I'm not going to tell him that you said that. <laughs> I'm not going. No, honestly, he's very funny, and we love Carrot Top. It's two out of three. It's a democracy. We've been doing this for ten years. It's a democracy. Two out of three. That we we still we I've always hold this being a democracy. There, but after, once, yeah, after three, democracy fails. Yeah, that's, that's what we've shown. Triangle of power. That's what we've shown. <laughs> now, after Anna started touring the skull around the country, that's when the bullshit started flowing. Uh. Anna said that the skull could heal people, claiming that a young girl with "quote unquote" bone marrow trouble oh recovered after staying with the skull for a few weeks, and another woman who was having trouble after an operation recovered after being in the skull's presence. Bone, bone marrow, rec- bone marrow trouble sounds like a thing you go to Jiffy Lube. Yeah. <laughs> does does by recovered does she mean died? No, because she it means sounds like that she, woman has cancer. 
No, no, no. She was just, she had a surgery. You know, sometimes surgeries don't go great. Sometimes you have a hard time coming back from a surgery. But after hanging out with a crystal skull, uh, Anna said that this uh, woman recovered and was able to skip away. But that's what Josh Shapiro, who is joshshapiro.com, what he says is you have to spend time with your crystal skull to activate it. You have to meditate with it. You have to sleep with it in your bed. You have to bring it around other older skulls in order to activate it. You know, that's really the only but way to do it. You can't carbon date the skull. How do you know which one is older, which one is younger? That's a very good question, Kissel. <laughs> also, who is Josh Shapiro? He's going to wake up and he's going to be like, why do I have 5,000 hits on my website? What he's going to be the most thankful man that ever lived because he has nothing. I think. But they're not, these crystal skulls don't even have holes in them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't do anything to them. Like, he just sits and cradles skulls in his bed each night with his explorer hat on, knowing the aliens are going to come and fix everything that's gone wrong in his life very soon. Well, okay. However, there was no actual evidence that Anna even went to Lubintoon. What? And the story of the skull surfaced only after her father was dead. He purchased so take- the skull from a store. That is the truth. <laughs> he purchased it. Well, we don't know that for sure. We don't know that 100% for sure. We don't know that that's the truth. We just there, know that there's no proof that she went there. There's and he an never exchange. actually said himself that he found the skull there. So he never, he also, because he, he said he wanted to keep it a secret because he didn't want to bring anybody down to to mess with the natural culture of Lou Bantoon, <laughs> which is, again, you know how you know how correct that is. And there's a bill of sale that shows that Mitchell Hedges purchased this skull oh, from there a... there is proof. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> proof. Um, it's just like, uh, it's like a Sotheby's. Like, it's this okay. place where we went, but... He said after the fact, well, he didn't say he was dead. Anna said after the fact that, oh, no, no, no. You see, he gave the skull to Sotheby's as, a, as for safety and held on to the safety like, like a pawn shop. And then he bought it back. <laughs> and then he said he bought it back. Wow. Even though there was no receipt for him giving it to them, it was it had always been there. It had been in this store and there's evidence, there's book evidence that shows there's a picture of the same crystal skull in that bookstore. That basically, it was made in Europe. Huh. Okay. But even so, the Mitchell Hedges skull retained its place in history, mm-hmm. and there were some who said they knew how to make it talk. Yeah, this is just like a talk just like this. Yeah, Harold, you have not improved whatsoever. We actually sent you to school for theater uh, two this, years ago. Tell me, if this skull couldn't talk, could I drink water? <laughs> sounds like you're just suffering from a stroke. <laughs> Still the best actor we got, though. Well, one of the people that said they could make it talk was Carol Wilson of Ontario, who claimed that she was able to channel the entity that lived inside said skull. Translating in a strange staccato voice, she said that the skull claimed to have been formed 17,000 years ago by the Mayans. And if you can't believe what the skull is telling you, (laughs) then what can you believe? Absolutely. And lucky for us, Henry was able to actually find a clip of Carol Wilson channeling an entity. This is her talking to a different skull. Because apparently she's tuned to talk with any of them. Every skulls are brothers and sisters, even one made now. Because what you find out is that if you carve a crystal skull now, even if you hadn't put a soul in it, it was actually built for a soul of a crystal skull that already existed. Okay. Okay. Well, let's hear it. 13, 13, this is the oral tradition of many of your native uh, peoples. My concept of the skull is that it's 
And I didn't have a word for it then, but it's a computer without having to, it's already programmed. And you don't have to type on little keys. All you do is put your hand on it. And it will answer any question you pose to it. You have a phone. Yeah, you, you have a it. phone, Carol. <laughs> so, so it's as good as Google. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. It's as good as like the Ask Jeeves of cryptid cryptology or whatever the hell this falls under. No, it's like Ask Amia. <laughs> and the skull doesn't know everything. Mm-mm. We'll get into what the skull knows here in a bit. Okay, because if it could help me with the common core, I got to teach my kid at home right now because of COVID, and that would be really great. You have a kid in your house right now? <laughs> no, I do not. I was, was expressing... Travis? No, I was... Are you just teaching Travis or I was common core? my lifestyle into people who have current lifestyles that are very difficult right now because of the pandemic, oh, and I was relating to them. you trying to be relatable. I'm being relatable. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing all-American flag stuff. That's, um, to be honest, then you're relating to a section of this country that is, that is very problematic. I'm like dark. I'm like Garth from Wayne's World. Now, concerning the Mitchell Hedges skull, Carol said that it was inhabited by not just one entity, but many. She said that it had been handed down from generation to generation, polished with sand and hair, and that no harm could come to it. She called it a receptacle of the mind, and that many other receptacles, including the Nazca lines in Peru, were similar objects. She even claimed that more receptacles were coming, and that the lost civilization of Atlantis would soon rise to impart Atlantean knowledge. My one, my one thing about everybody counting on Atlant- Atlantis. Right. Everybody's counting on Atlantis to come back and fix all this shit. Atlantis blew itself up. <laughs> if it was real, do good. They, the whole lesson of Atlantis, if, if the allegorical lesson, is that they they developed weapons that they could not control, and it killed their whole society. And yeah, they did it's all Skynet. this shit. It's Skynet. So why do we think the Atlanteans are going to be able to help us right now? Right now, we have more. <laughs> we, have, we must have bigger weapons than the Atlanteans had at this Maybe. point. Maybe I'm not certain. I mean, unless we, they. I mean, they did a lot with lasers. Look at the crystal skulls. Look at the crystal skulls. <laughs> but when, if the city of Atlanta rises, wouldn't it be uh, Atlantis? All... Not the city of Atlanta. The civilization <laughs> oh, of Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the city no, of Atlanta is doing that. very well right now. <laughs> I, we miss Atlanta. If the city of Atlantis rises, of course, Atlanta is doing. Atlantis great. was a country. Yeah, it was a continent, mostly. I'm going to fucking shoot both of you. (laughs) Uh, The premise of the joke is it would be Uh full of soggy people. Uh, Yeah. But you Uh guys fucking ruined it. (laughs) I was going to talk about how there would be sog people and how upsetting that would be because you would shake their hands and their flesh would fucking fall off their hands. Well, I'm glad you had a bit ruined by reality today as well. Wow. However... This woman also said that these things, this knowledge, would not be revealed to humanity until the right, quote-unquote, vibration was produced. And it was too dangerous for man to have this information because it was too early in our evolution. But why was it available, Marcus? Though you might ask... How it can be too early in our evolution if Atlantis already had it. <laughs> right. Yeah, Carol why? would respond by saying that Atlantis existed 15,000 years before our civilization. So there. 15,000 years before our civilization. So there was 15,000 years between Atlantis and us. We're essentially starting over again, but we're not yet to the point where the Atlanteans were where the knowledge would be useful to us. So we're going to have to wait until we reach the right vibration so we can be on the same vibration as the Atlanteans before the Atlanteans destroyed themselves. Why were but the, the Atlant- information is still valuable. But why why were, were the Atlanteans shaking so much? 
<laughs> yeah, and why would we want to? Why would we want to duplicate anything they did? After, they blew themselves up. Yeah, that's the good <laughs> they point. They fucked up. They, they destroyed their. Own. No, but they, they have did. knowledge. Well, but yeah, their knowledge killed them. Yeah, yeah but they, but they there's other knowledge. What, like a good dry rub? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Woo. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanadas already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at Babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at Babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real. But Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O C-O. But not all crystal skulls imparted good time feelings, healings, and optimistic projections. One crystal skull that exists in the Smithsonian National Museum of American History is reported to be cursed. <laughs> Isn't this uh, the Smithsonian? It is supposed to be. It's it's for real stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. So why is this in the Smithsonian if it's like right next to all these real well, artifacts, Native American artifacts and whatnot? It was a. It's a beautiful artifact. It is a beautiful so it artifact. It is an artifact. Yeah, it's an artifact. It's not like something you'd buy at fucking Target. Like, yeah. it's they are still beautiful pieces of art. Okay. People made skulls out of crystals in various in various and many, cultures many years ago. Yeah, I'm certain that they had something like this, yeah. but I, f- I feel like it was also one of those where they got it at one point and they thought it was super old, and then it turned yeah. out it was not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're highly difficult to make. These things are not easy to construct. They no. are, you know, they they are actually beautiful works of art. They just, you know, aren't supercomputers. Sure. Well, this skull was originally owned by Mexican President Porfirio Diaz, who is said to have quite the large collection of crystal skulls. But this one was donated to the museum by an anonymous donor. As opposed to regular crystal skulls that are made from solid blocks of quartz, this one was hollow. And it's said that bad luck follows anyone who owns it. When the author of a book on crystal skulls tried tracking down the donor, they found that the donor was dead, having committed suicide just after the donation. And according to the donor's lawyers, the client experienced a number of considerable tragedies after obtaining the skull, including the death of his wife, the brain death of his child, and complete financial ruin. Oh my God, his child turned out to be a socialist. (laughs) What happened to you? Did this just become, are we on CBS All Access? I'm like, we have 11 a.m.? Modern family? (laughs) 
Are you about to call me a libtard like any second now? Yeah, yeah. No, you feel, this is full Andy Rooney. We've been talking about this. He's slowly becoming. Why would I care if you're from Wisconsin? <laughs> Other crystal skulls, however, seem to have personalities of their own, like the skull owned by a woman named Joanne Parks in Houston, who, as far as I know, is not related to me in any way whatsoever. I don't know. We've met like we met like three different people in Texas that said that they were related to you, All and that's related. your name. Houston, by the way. Yeah, and, and they, yeah, that, that Anthony is related to me, absolutely. But yeah, I don't going think on, Joanne, Anthony, how you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy, how you doing? I don't think Joanne is related to me, though. At least as far as I know. And this, by the way, is a different Joanne Parks from the one who was falsely accused of burning her three children alive in California, whose story, coincidentally, was told in a book by Edward Humes, who was the same guy who wrote the book we used for our Adolfo Constanzo series. That's actually very weird. Yeah, we we wheel it. What the heck is going on here? But anyway, the crystal skull belonging to Joanne Parks was named Max. And while it is smaller than the cursed Smithsonian skull, it still nevertheless weighs in at a hefty 18 pounds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Joanne claimed to have received the skull from a Tibetan lama named Norbu, who had moved to Houston to set up a healing practice called the Chakpori Ling Healing Foundation. Did it just turn out to be Eddie Murphy playing a character? <laughs> oh, I love that. He was a donkey. donkey. The Golden Child. Yep. Oh, Golden Child. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Accor- love that movie. Great movie. According to Joanne, Norbu had used the skull to help Joanne's daughter, who had only been given three months to live when Joanne arrived at the healing center. Girl still died, but her life was extended to three years rather than three months. And they credited the skull for this. Sure, yeah, yeah, not science. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) It's the skull. I mean, was it three miserable years or three good years? I don't know the details. Probably wasn't the great. This no, is probably. a. I think that will get immediate pushback because we talked about how, like, you know, when we did HPB and we did these other Who's stories. HPB? Helena Blavatsky, M- Madame Blavatsky. We did this this year. Helena I know, Petrovna but you just called Blavatsky. it HPB. I don't think we called her HPB before. We called her HPB throughout. That was one of the like main tenets of the episode is that people called her HPB instead did I make of Helena an Blavatsky. STD joke. <laughs> yes, you yes. did. Absolutely, no? you made several. <laughs> Sounds like an STD. I feel like I'm your your biographer. That is, I can't wait to just write all of the terrible truths about your inner life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sadly, not. I cuddle with my dog all day. No, it's true. Yeah. It is. You do live yeah. a simple, nice life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we call, we talk about con people and magicians and healers and stuff. And I think up to one point. We allow for a certain amount of con person to be inside of a mystic. I know that when it comes to magical ritual, these so-called magical people, people that enchant you, a lot of times they're using standard con people tactics in order to get you in. We're like, when we talked about HPB, we thought that maybe there was something that was genuine about her. She had some general abilities. She did, was a master of a portion. Um. (laughs) And she was a real viewer, Drake. Okay. And she went and, uh, but then she had to get results, right? Because then people are showing up and expecting results. So she has to put on a show. And, but that's what I kind of like about these characters. Because I am an entertainer, quote unquote. So there's a part of me that at least, if we're at least doing this thing, give me a show. Right. If you're going to be fooling me, at least my money goes towards I'm being entertained during this time period. I'm feeling mystical. It's fun. Sure. I am paying for the show. The thing about Crystal Skulls is there's not a lot of show. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of show. It's just show up, hang out with the skull. We're going to be quiet for a while and then leave. Yeah. It's like you ever have you ever had Reiki done to you? 
No. No. It's boring. But, but the person I buy mushrooms from tells me that the mushrooms are infused with Reiki energy. They just sit on them. I don't know what that means, yeah. <laughs> they just put their hands on them and they go... You just cursed your own hand. Oh, no, that's my jerk-off hand. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Well, in 1980, Norbu died and left the skull to Joanne, telling her, quote... One day, you will know what it is for. Oh, cool. Maybe for soup. <laughs> you could probably eat out of it. Yeah, stone no, soup. The, they're not hollow. The, no, they're just, they're solid. They're solid blocks of quartz. Oh, this one isn't the hollow one. No, no they were just the, the hollow one. No, we've moved okay. on from that one. I see. Well, once it was in her possession, though, she simply put it away in a closet and pretty much forgot about it. What the, yeah, what else are you supposed to do with it? Yeah. Well, put it on a shelf. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a display thing. I would put yeah. it as a display. I would do something yeah. with it. But the skull was apparently not satisfied with this arrangement. It began to appear in Joanne's dreams. And after two years, the skull began to communicate telepathically. And at first, Joanne said the telepathic communication was infrequent enough to dismiss. Not a big deal. And could probably be... Uh, Pushed away. Or attributed maybe. To, to fucking madness. You know what yeah. I mean? Just normal, complete and total insanity. I think you could clarify it as no big whoop. No, yeah. no big It's just unbridled, untreated bipolar disorder. <laughs> no big whoop. But gradually, the communication started occurring more and more, and at odd times of the day. For example, she'd be fixing lunch for her grandchildren or doing the books for her husband Carl's business, and the skull would just start chattering away inside her head. What do you think? We're going to have taco night tonight? Taco night! When you taco, it's Tuesday. Taco Tuesday sounds like a fun time. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you counting? I love this goddamn crystal skull. Now, the communications were somewhat scattered at first, but they soon became more direct. The first clear, repeated message was simple. The skull said, quote, I want out of this closet. Jesus. I mean, it sounds like she is just saying she wants out of this marriage. Right. Because all she does is cook for her grandkids and do her husband's paperwork. Some people, that's that's her love language. It's gifts of, cha- gifts of if service. If I hear the term love language one more time. <laughs> <laughs> then the skull started telling her to contact the man, but the skull didn't give any details on how to contact the man or even who the man was. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I love Fallon. <laughs> Eventually, Joanne got so sick of the constant pestering that she began having conversations with what she fully admits is just a fancy rock, telling the skull to firmly leave her alone and to get out of her life. But after pushing the skull to the back of the closet... The skull persisted, telling her, quote, The world is going to know about me. I am important to mankind. Oh, my fudge. And, by the way, my name isn't Skull. It's Max. Wow. It sounds like the kid from Chrisley Knows Best. It just sounds like a little Ben Shapiro. Yeah. (laughs) After that, Joanne said that she could actually talk to the skull because they were now on a first name basis. Hi, I'm Joanne. Hi, I'm Max. Before long, she called Nick Noserino, the world's foremost expert on crystal skulls and the director of the Society of Crystal Skulls International. Yeah, you know we're international because we got a branch in Chicago, we got Whoa. a branch in Toronto, Whoa, and that's, that's a- it. That's two countries that are international. <laughs> that is technically international. All right. It's more of a kiosk in Chicago, but that counts, though. That counts. 
Now, the Society of Crystal Skulls International was founded in 1955 and continued as the world's foremost repository of Crystal Skulls information until Noserino's death in 2004, which unfortunately was an event from which the society has never recovered. They just oh can't. God. He was the spirit. He was the yeah. life force. It was a pierogi poisoning. We know what happened. <laughs> That's called a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> well, pretty much all Nick could tell Joanne after he, quote unquote, communicated with the Let skull. Let me talk with his fucking skull <laughs> a yeah, second, you, huh? You see the ravioli's falling out of his pocket? <laughs> all I can say is that Isang's full to the brim with Tibetan monks. Which hooks Wait, Joanne. It's full of Tibetan monks. It's up to the fucking dick and balls. Man. It's up to the dick and <laughs> balls with out. Tibetan monks. <laughs> going there. You can't even believe the B.O. in there with all the monks crawling <laughs> over each other like a bunch of skinny fucking weird little snakes all covered in fabric and bullshit. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, that hooked Joanne because she supposedly never told him that the skull was given to her by a monk. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. But Nick suggested that she open her home to curious visitors. Any kind of guy that's looking in a window, you should get him in here just because you never know who's going to be coming in here, okay? And they get it curious, curious like a cat. And guess what? Sometimes right. curiosity kills the cat. Sometimes, though, it actually teaches the cat useful things. Yeah, yeah, you dropped a ravioli on the floor. So you want to make, uh, make this a homeless shelter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, great, thank you. And going off of Nick's advice, Joanne has since gone on regular tours with Max, taking him all across the country and most likely charging people for the privilege of seeing him. And touching him. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, true talk. True talk. The true mind talk. is a very powerful thing. Uh, yeah. Has anybody said that they were changed by this experience? They all Did it have. work at all? They, they all have. Okay. They all yeah. have. And I, so, yes. I guess I, if it works for someone. Your placebo effect is pretty strong in people. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Concerning Nick Nocerino, though, he has a story all of his own. <laughs> Described as a swarthy Italian-American with an offbeat sense of humor. That's how I he- describe myself. <laughs> offbeat, <laughs> an offbeat sense of humor. Okay. Well, he, in addition to talking to Skulls, also used his psychic skills to aid police in murder investigations. He was one yeah. of those guys. Yeah, I like these kinds of guys. It's really cool. He's a man of many, many skills. I love it. Now, Nick claimed that he didn't choose the skull life. Rather, the skull life chose him. I mean, look at my Punisher shirt. I got you. <laughs> I feel you, bro. He said that he encountered his first crystal skull during World War II when his unit was passing through a farm in France. Nick claimed that he was wearing a crystal around his neck. And when the farmer who owned the land saw the crystal, he got excited and went back to his house. When he returned, he had brought Nick a crystal skull wrapped in cloth. Oh, my God. And when a Frenchman gets excited, they fart their way back home. And then they <laughs> fart their way back. I tell you what. I took one look at this crystal skull, and I looked at this guy. My first reaction, and I'm meanish. I'm meanish on my fucking mother's grave, whoa, I swear. Whoa. that I looked at this crystal skull, and the first thing I said to him. What? Nice. Whoa, <laughs> on your mother's grave. Yeah. Well, the farmer implored Nick to take it out of France because the Gestapo were coming. And an item like this would certainly be of interest to the Nazis. Truly, they would fucking love a crystal skull if they could get their hands on it. You know, they like that shit. I'm just going to yeah. say this. There are a lot of other, I'm going to just say humans that could have been taken out of France because the Gestapo were coming. No, no, but yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, a lot of people, but you're going to take the skull, but maybe just help out some of the folks that were might be Yeah, there was this little Jewish or- kid that I was supposed to take, but you know, oh, the thing he's just skull. gone. He was just crying and crying. Well, saying, oh, I'm leaving experience. my mom and my dad. I'm leaving them behind. So guess what? You know what's nice about this crystal skull? Silent. I thought it spoke. 
Yeah, which is on his side. Oh, I see. Well, that child turned out to be Magneto. So it's all good. It's all good. The more that I watch, the more I learn about Magneto solely through the television and uh, through the movies, the more I agree with him. <laughs> I can see where he's coming from. I can see where he's coming from. You really can. That's why they yeah. did that. That's why they you gave him that the, origin. You, you should read the new Jonathan Hickman X-Men series. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. I'm going to go classic Kissel. You read it and tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Nick took the skull, but the ship he was on got torpedoed, and oh. the skull was supposedly lost at sea. However, Nick did find another crystal skull that he owned until his death. Guarded. This one, <laughs> guarded, excuse me. He guarded it until okay. his death. Okay. This one, he said, was found, quote, down Mexico way. <laughs> Wait, is this a Cabo Wabo song? Is written by Sammy Hager? He What's does down, down Mexico way. He has the same vocabulary as Sammy Hager. Okay. <laughs> He was never specific about it. He didn't want to say where in Mexico he found it. He just kept saying down Mexico way. You ever been to Toledo, Mexico? Yeah. Beautiful. Horrible, horrible. It's uh, just north of Texas. Yeah. Bad tornadoes, though. Be careful. <laughs> Nevertheless, Nick said he used psychic archaeology to find the skull that he said was named Shanara. So you just point at mountains and you just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something over there. Shana Ra. Let me just think about it. There is something in that dirt over there. I have to give the Italian man a little bit of credit, though. Max versus Shana Ra. I'm going to follow Shana Ra over a Max true. any day. Yeah, mm, true. true. Very true. Well, this skull, looted from an ancient Mexican tomb, is said to lack the charm of Joanne Parks' skull, Max. It's oh. hard. This one is said to be harsher, more severe, more angular, with prominent cheekbones and slanting eyes. More of a Benedict Cumberbatch. Than oh. like say a Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. Mm. One is more. One's the actor. The other's more <laughs> of an entertainer. Indeed, both very, very talented. Very talented. Very talented. <laughs> you were really working on not saying no, something. No, I love negative. them both. I actually, like them both. <laughs> very, good. very good. Now Nick said that he could talk to all crystal skulls just so long as they're genuine. He doesn't get images of the future, but rather. Images from the history of that particular skull. Hanging out with Shana Ra, I like that guy because he's a good guy. Me and him, uh-uh. we can talk around, you know, it's nice to talk about, but I tell you what, Max, real piece of shit. I don't he's like a piece him. of shit, really? <laughs> I don't like him. Wow. Well, for example, this is what he said when he scried with the skull known as Max. Okay, first of all, I'm going to need everybody to calm down and stop being so sexually excited about being in the same room as me. Okay, I'm going to okay. calm down. You are I'm pretty hot, city, though. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here suit. Italian man. Let me take a look at this skull. Okay. I can see warriors of some sort. They're dressed in uh, elaborate animal costumes. Some is, uh, what is that? Eagles. Oh. Some as wagwas. <laughs> They're fighting on it's a hillside. Jaguar is a. I'm saying it in Spanish. Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> They're fighting on a hillside. The uh, the images are layered. Just one upon the other on top. It's hard to see clearly. I could uh, I could see a woman. She just had a baby. Someone is putting a, a crystal skull between her legs. Uh oh. Then they're taking it away. I don't know what that means. Okay, it's clouding over again. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's something else. I think they must be soldiers. They look like Spanish soldiers from hundreds of years ago. I should know. Yeah. I see pictures in a book. Okay. They're on horseback. <laughs> They're slaughtering people, women and children, blah, blah, blah. They're screaming and crying. Blah, blah, blah. Some flee, scattering in all directions. The Spaniards don't seem to notice them now. 
They're too busy stripping the dead and wounded of their gold. Whoa! All right. Interesting tale indeed. As far as what the skulls are actually used for, Nick believed that they contained information. He said the skulls told them that the Earth changes every 20,000, 30,000, or 40,000 years, depending. Give or take a few. Give or take a few (laughs) thousand years. Okay. But no matter how long it took, a new Earth forms during these cycles. But the skulls remain. And if we listen to the vague messages of the skulls, we can use their knowledge and bring peace to the world by awakening a dormant part of our consciousness. Cold. Arby's, we have the meats. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what'd you say, Max? Arby's, we have the meats. I'm getting this message. This is the place we need to go. Arby's. We have the meats. They have the meats. <laughs> you got it. But Nick, being the world's expert on crystal skulls for almost 50 years until his death, said that he didn't think the skulls were extraterrestrial. Nah. <laughs> what did he think? He said, I don't know. I don't know Wait, what it what? is. <laughs> hey, I've been researching this for 50 years. Right? A lot of people expect me to have a lot of answers. But guess what, man? You need to, as a society, need to lower your expectations. You don't know <laughs> after 50 years? Yeah. You know what I say? Everyone that studies anything for 50 years, by definition, knows more than they did 50 years ago. You know what? I'm going to change up. It's not that I don't know. It's that I'm not sure. (laughs) We have the meats. That's what I do know. And the curly fries. Apparently, I didn't even need to talk to a skull about that. There was a billboard above my house. Arby's has gone a little little downhill, though. So if you're a CEO of Arby's and you're listening, I don't know, maybe a little more salt or a little less salt. I'm not sure what it is. I haven't had Arby's in a long time. Remember when you had it on the road? Yeah, it was fucking absolutely disgusting. It really wasn't good. Yeah, but that was a roadside Arby's. They're all roadside Arby's. Yeah, Yeah, which ones are you fucking going to? That was a a highway Arby's. If you go to like a nice Arby's, like an in-town Arby's, they're going to put a little bit more effort into it. But Mm. a roadside Arby's is going to be a little, the quality is going to be a little less. I have never seen you do white trash math. So fast. <laughs> wow. Now, the skulls are not in any way extraterrestrial. Most likely. And the more I read about all the ancient alien shit, the more I think it's just a condescending theory that discounts the actual achievements of ancient cultures. Yeah, it's starting to seem like that. <laughs> or could it be we're desperate for ratings and uh, Panera just bought a big ad for us? Ancient aliens just came out with another season. Wow. They're really so doing it. To, it's very cheap to do. Is Tuscaloosius Chus, still on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's got nowhere to go. I know. Yeah. yeah. But Good the crystal him, skulls like the pyramids, the Nazca lines, or Stonehenge, these are simply testaments to the abilities and intelligence of past civilizations. They're nothing more than meticulously constructed works of art that prove that humanity is, despite evidence to the contrary, much more impressive than we sometimes like to believe. I completely wow. agree. I have been thinking about how amazing it is just to be alive lately. It is. Isn't that incredible? And even if we do create life, like the Roomba, for example, and it Mm. says it gets consciousness, how did we even get the materials to make that? We dig them out of the ground. But how did we, where did they come from? The ground. The ground. Where did the ground come from? Where Earth came from. We were a collection of different. What are you thankful for? My rage. (laughs) The rage rage. continues to abate. I meditate every day. I do yoga (laughs) three times a week. It's not working. It's not touching it. I actually don't think that meditation is good for you because you don't get rid of it. I feel good in the moment. I feel good when I'm doing it. Yeah, but I feel like it just harnesses it up like a slingshot being pulled back. And then as soon as we (laughs) see you, then the rock that is your life, you you throw it. But that's me being entertaining. You're seeing me being entertaining right now. 
No, but I'm talking like outside of this. Yeah, yeah, but then I just say, I mostly save my pure age for my therapist. That's good. That's good. Right. That's very good. See? Maybe That's you it. should get one of these skulls. Maybe, maybe I should buy one. Maybe I should spend a couple of hundred dollars on one of these fucking skulls. You know uh, what, Henry? You're not going to get a quality one unless you spend at least a grand. You know that. <laughs> can you oh get one? Can you get one with um? What's the name of that chick that you're like with hey, Wiz? No, not with Wiz. With Cheese Wiz? Yeah, I'm no, talking about not Wiz with Cheese Wiz. Uh, you uh, Italians, <laughs> weirdo. No, with the, what? What's the name of that person you're supposed to like? Oscar Escobar. What's the name that people yell to make the machine turn on? Oh, Wendy. Alexa, 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 <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> Escobar, do you have a fucking Alexa, yeah, maybe get one yeah, with an Alexa fucking, in it and then you can actually legitimately talk to it. Can you name it something else or do you have to call it's it Alexa? Alexa, man, it's I think Alexa. You have to call it Alexa. If so, you could call it Escobar, that'd be amazing. But I mean, it must be frustrating for someone like Holden McNeely, for example, whose wife's name is Lexi, Alexa. Yeah, it is very frustrating for them, but weird. that's the lot that they were born with, and that's unfortunate. She must. Yeah. I mean, I wonder it's if like she, women named Siri. There, it's, it's you know, that's just it's just the way it goes sometimes. Man, yeah, it is there's not a lot of women named Siri. There was that one porn star named Siri. Really, you ever Tom see Cruise's her? daughter is named Siri. Yeah, but he did that on purpose. That's because he was looking for a tie-in. Well, I hope that they're doing well. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Relax, fit. What a bunch uh, of silly rabbits we were. We're just, yeah, we just, just are. silly rabbits. Um, we are around the thankful time, so we are thankful for you. We're thankful that we're getting through this year together. Yes, I am. Honestly, um, if I were to say who I, what I'm truly thankful for, I'm thankful for the fact that we continue to have a show and that you guys show up mm-hmm. every week and listen to us. I'm thankful a lot for of my beautiful wife, out there. my beautiful wife who holds us down and our. She's the rock she of our home. She holds you down. Oh yeah, yeah, she does. And then um, the you yeah. know, I'm it's also just thankful nice. for my wife. My wife, but you didn't call a good your, woman. You didn't call your wife a rock like you did, Henry. <laughs> you think it's nice to call a woman a rock? Yeah, she's like a sexy rock. It can be all over, kind of like a crystal skull if it was inside my bed. Isn't that nice? That nice. And then, nice. Uh, and I'm just. But then, Marcus, you didn't thank your wife before Henry thanked his wife. So you guys are going to have to deal with that. <laughs> I'm going to tell Carolina that you said it first, though. She's not going to listen. Well, yeah. Yeah. No, she listens. No, she listens. She listens now. After she listens, she's going to come over to my office and she's going to kiss me and she's say, I'll love you too. That's what love I is. I love you, darling. I they understand. You, they understand that. Technically, they're not yeah. legally allowed to be separate right now. No, no, yeah. We have to stay together. We're all yeah. locked in together. That's <laughs> what's right. But that's what love's supposed to be. It's supposed to be forced nice. to be together, but you kind of, but you like it. Indeed. Yeah. Well, hope everyone is doing all right out there. Hang in there. Have fun as much as you possibly can. All right. So we have, I feel like we should put out almost like a survey because when we come back from the Thanksgiving break, we have a couple of options of big series that we're going to jump into because we're already, we have a couple already that, that are, they're simmering. And we're kind of trying to decide which one we're going to pull the fucking trigger on. So tell me, maybe send us a message. Do y'all want cult? Y'all want true crime? For I next think it's going to be true crime. We Either way it is, but one's more framed. I can't framed. get enough of this story about this guy, Robert Kraft. I was doing more research on him. He used huh. to take people's testicles and put them in their buttholes. Huh. It was mean. It was mean. <laughs> See, that's not a nice move. Unless you're there and you're screaming for it. <laughs> but Because there is a, a sexual move that is putting your testicles inside of another man's asshole. Isn't it called, called Great Nut? Oystering. Oystering. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let us know if you want us to do an episode. Let me know if we want us to do an episode on grape nutting or oystering. We can do that. We'll figure that out. <laughs> but, you know, normally we like to kind of see where y'all are at, but we have many things in the hopper and we can't wait because the show is going to continue until the sun explodes. Yeah. It absolutely is. And we are, of course, thankful for each and every one of you out there. So thank you very much for listening. Thanks for sticking by us. We appreciate Abs- it. Absolutely. Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail Satan. 
Oh, hell, Keen. Magustalations. Hell, me, y'all. All right. Oh, yeah. Hell me to the moon and this. Oh, God. Oh. No one wants to. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.